Hi, I'm Kirsten Leo, and this is the Light Path Podcast, brought to you by thelightpathcollective.com. I am passionate about exploring energetic practices, spiritual principles, healing modalities, and connecting to the experience and wisdom of others to illuminate our paths and live at our greatest capacity for abundance, worthiness, and love. On today's episode of the Light Path Podcast, I chat again with my beautiful friend, Andy, where we unpack all things self-love, what it looks like for us and how we are inspired to cultivate it for ourselves. This talk it out, think out loud and learn out loud episode hopefully will inspire you in this month of self-love to consider how you bring all that goodness to yourself. Welcome back, my beautiful friend, Angie. Hello. How are you? I'm amazing. How are you? I'm good. Happy New Year. Welcome to 2023. I know. It's amazing. The Super Bowl is going to be here this month. Can you believe? Oh, well, I don't, can I believe it? I don't even know what you're talking about. Like, I know what the Super Bowl is, but like, it's- I say really silly stuff all the time. Uh, Football. I know what it is, but like- we don't watch it. I know. I don't either. I'm kidding. <laughs> okay. <laughs> cultural, cultural divide here. Cultural. <laughs> so I know Kmart, that you. Kmart, the sequel. Yeah. <gasps> okay. We're going to get into that because that's weird. So we have, you guys would have just heard us last month talking about, you know, how we met and stuff like that. But we actually recorded that late December and then released it in January. So now it's so nice to see you again after Christmas and New Year in the month of love happy valentine's month we love love and um off the back of that episode which of course i know you guys listen to um you would have heard us talk like touch on quickly really briefly self-love what that means personally in, in terms of expression um for ourselves but then also like who inspires us to love ourselves more? Because it's not just like an individual job. And you would have heard in late January, there was an episode I did called Loving Your Language, where I went through on how to love yourself in your own love language or all the things. And so we are carrying on this theme. But before we kick that off, newsflash, the oh. states don't have Kmart. We don't. So I was bitching to Andy about when he came out and he's like, what do you mean you went to Kmart? Like, did you go back in time? (laughs) I mean, tell the 80s I said hi. (laughs) You know, I will say I would love a Kmart, but you went to Target when you were here and you know that we were blessed with our- No, our Target's better than your Target. I didn't think that you guys had Target there. Yeah, we have Target too. Okay. And we have another one called Big W, which is the same kind of concept, but we don't have Walmart. I've never been to a Walmart. You're not missing much. When I come when I come back, I want to go. Here are the places I want to go that I've never been. I want to go to Arizona. Walmart. Where did Arizona. you say? Yeah. Well, I'm I'll come to Arizona and you take me. You have to take me to all these places. Okay. I want to go to Walmart. But what's that burger joint that everyone loves? I think it's only in. Yeah, I've never been to In N Out. I would literally so funny. Literally was about to say that before you started talking. Ah, I want to go to In and Out. One half a mile down the street. Oh, I thought it was a California thing. 
So it is specific states. Um, right. So they're mostly like Western states and Southern states. Um, but we have them. Do you guys have Dunkin there? Donuts? Yeah, we have Dunkin' Donuts. Do oh, wait, no, no, we don't. Wait, do we? No, we have Krispy Kreme. We don't have Dunkin' Donuts. Okay. No, okay. I had been to Dunkin' Donuts, though. So, oh, my God, let me tell you a story about Dunkin' Donuts. Okay. Go, go self-love. Okay. Okay. Right there. Yep. <laughs> well, um, I loved, how good are donuts? Like, I bloody love donuts. The yeah. end. Yeah. So, I, my very first time in New York, it was, yeah, it was my first time in the States ever, actually. I went there. My sister's going to kill me for telling this story, but I don't even care. Um, This is what happens when an Aussie and an American walk into a bar where you're going to get all the goss and all the stories. All of it, yep. So I had arranged to go to New York and my sister was coming from Sydney, hadn't seen her maybe in a year or two. I was living in Europe at the time. So she is not a traveller. I am a traveller. So she's like, you know, I don't, I would have assumed that she wasn't very worldly. So that's really, that was my bias at the time. It probably still is my bias, but anyway. So she arrives in to New York in the morning. My flight gets in the afternoon. So I say to her, here's the deal. You go get a cab, go to the hotel and wait for me there. Don't like go wandering yeah. the streets. And yeah. she's like, no, no, it's fine. I'm going to meet my boyfriend there. I said, you're what? You're my boyfriend. And Ooh. anyway. So I had no idea. I didn't, well, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He's, he's coming down from Montreal. He's Canadian. What are you talking about? Yeah, I met him online. Whoa. Like, here's, here's what you're going to do. You're going to go to that hotel room and you're not going to leave yeah. until I get there, right? Yeah, yeah. So, long story short, get to the hotel. She's not there. There are roses on the bed. She's not there. So I was like, if that girl wants to get herself killed that's her problem i'm in new york i'm going shopping so i'm like storming out yeah. of the hotel like fuming and she yeah. walks in I'm like hi and like she gives me this hug and over her shoulder i see this dude hands in his pocket he's like looking at his feet and i'm just like yeah i'm you're Ooh, like i'm gonna eat. To take down the canadian mm-hmm. guess what they're now married with two kids love it love a story like that so that so they're, they're anyway so I did not like this guy, right? I was like, this guy's A, stuffing up my holiday, and who are you? I don't understand who he is. Who are you? Yeah. So we walked to the street corner, and I'm like, oh, my God, there's Dunkin' Donuts. I was so excited, (laughs) right, because I'd seen Dunkin' Donuts. So I went to Dunkin' Donuts, came out of Dunkin' Donuts. I'll have to post this picture for you guys. I'll post the picture on Insta. Yes. There was this white Bentley, and leaning up against this white Bentley were these I mean, I I refer to them now as my gang because I think I'm part of their gang. But they're like gold <laughs> chains. They were like, they were gangsters. Yeah. So yeah. of course I go, oh my god, real life gangsters. Can we have a photo? Oh, yeah. My brother-in-law ran up to the other end of Fifth Avenue. He was like, this chick's going to get us killed. Oh, my gosh. And I have these photos of me and these gangsters outside Dunkin' Donuts. So oh, yeah. I love it. I love it. You should send that to Dunkin' Donuts and see if you can get that printed as wall art in their store. <laughs> That'd be like dumb Australian. But when I was in New York recently, I walked past that Dunkin' Donuts and I sent a picture to my sister and she's like, wow. is that the Dunkin' Donuts? I'm like, that is the Dunkin' Donuts. That is impressive. I love that story. I love that not only because of my love of Dunkin' Donuts, which a large iced coffee with cream from Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, oh, do you know what? Americans have horrible coffee, but I, you kind of get used to like the flavored yummy coffee. 
I only do vanilla. Oh, and I only Australians are like puking at you right now. We don't do any really? of it. I'm sorry. No, we don't do sugar. We just do coffee. Let's rewind that. I only do regular coffee. <laughs> all, you know, it's fine. Um, I love it. No vanilla, no additive, no nothing. I you know I am though an iced coffee only person. So oh, what about in winter? Only iced coffee. I can be snow, I can be in like Antarctica. And I will want really? coffee. What we it's don't like, have is like drive-through coffee stores. Like you guys have drive-through Starbucks and stuff. We don't have that. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. We're but we're lazy. <laughs> Y'all are just like walking into the store. I would never do that. Like, you at least have like, order ahead. Huh? They have order ahead. Love. Oh Sorry. Do you have a phone phone? No, that is my buzzer. That is the postman. Oh. I know, mental. Okay, talk to me about your coffee. Talk to me about your coffee. Okay, so with my coffee, I like to order ahead with the coffee. So with the coffee, what I like to do is when I wake up, I try not to order coffee, though. I try not to like Uber Eats coffee because I feel like Wait, that. people Uber Eats coffee like that's a normal thing. Stop it. Come on. Okay. Why don't you just go to your kitchen? Embarrassed. Because because when other people make it, it's better. Oh, my God. I can't. <laughs> I can't. But like, they, or it's a form of self-care. Okay. All right. Let, let, like, I am not being the poster child for love this month because I've ratted on my sister. I've picked on my brother-in-law and now I'm going you. So let's move this conversation into self-care because I'm not doing I well. I have offended all of Australia with my vanilla iced coffee. So I am super happy to move Australians on. Australians will just like literally be rolling their eyes at you. The one thing we know, like Americans, oh my God, they have no idea about food and coffee. We invented Starbucks. I'm kidding. Yeah, I know, but we don't, have, we don't go to Starbucks. Puke. Yeah, it's gross. Do you know where Starbucks is from though? Seattle. Boop. See, do you have like chain coffee places at all or no? Yeah, no. we have we, like we do have Starbucks here, but like there's only a few of them. But no, yeah. we have cafes. So like, you go to your, okay. yeah, we do have a few chains, but they're not like big like Starbucks. Like no, you go to your like local cafe and like people will like go to specific cafes for specific coffee and stuff like that. Yeah, people here like to pretend like they do that. They don't. Like it's almost like in your local neighborhood, you know your barista. Um, I know my local bartender. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, I get what you're saying. No, I mean, that makes sense. I think for me, and you know what, maybe this year I will make it a point to learn how to love coffee instead of drinking it out of necessity. All right. Well, if, if you're going to achieve that, then that definitely means a trip to Australia is on the cards for you. Um, I'm planning it right now. Great. Can't wait. There next month. <laughs> Can't wait. After the Super Bowl. Okay, so let's jump into self-love. So the interesting point that you made last time we chatted was this whole concept of what is self-love for me could be very different of what is self-love for you. And I think we're so bombarded with like, oh, self-love is, I don't know, bubble bath. Self-love is yeah. talking nicely to yourself. Sometimes self-love is like get your ass out of bed and go to the gym. Yeah. Or sometimes self-love is stay in bed. Sometimes. So sometimes. define, yeah. talk me through some self-love Ooh. things, habits that you're doing this month in this month of love. 
Yeah, I think as I've gotten to know myself more in the past couple of months, I've realized that my love language is food. Oh, so for me, one thing, one thing I love to do, I mean, I'm an introvert where, and I can be an extrovert when I'm comfortable. And one thing that I love to do is I love to go to a restaurant, sit at the bar, bartender doesn't need to talk to me, treat myself to like dinner and a drink and just enjoy like the ambiance of the music and the sounds and the people. That's one big self-love thing I like to do. That's kind of more of an act and just doing that in that way. And then in terms of like a healthy self-love kind of like eating healthy and water and things like that. So one of the things that I told myself that I learned from my trip to the States like six months ago now almost was that because I've got, I, I just got so much confidence in the States because I did go out to eat alone and I actually enjoyed it. We both did. That's how we met. Yeah, that's how we met, yeah. right? Yeah. But I, I said to myself, you know what? If you feel like going out here, you're going to go do that and you're going to feel confident doing that. Like you're a 43-year-old woman. You yeah. can go and order dinner at a place if you want to go out for dinner at a place. Yeah. Still not done it. Yeah, yeah. And you know, it's funny too, because when I look back in Seattle, which I've been gone for so long now, it feels like a mm-hmm. distant point, like I, uh, it's so funny though, because like, I wouldn't go do it there, but I do it here. So also maybe sometimes like your surroundings and your environment kind of plays a big part of it where it's like, there were parts of Seattle and maybe I just had become bitter at that point, which is obviously why I'm in Arizona yeah. where there are parts here now where I want to go do that. It's so funny. When I moved to Seattle, Seattle's known for rain, overcast, dreary days. Yeah, my cool. one of my favorite movies. I could recite it word for word. Sleepless in Seattle. I love it. Of course. Of course. There are several location issues with that movie that I can't watch it, where you go over a bridge and you're on a road that would never exist. Things like that. Wait, does his, does his water, does his house on the water exist? Yes. Yeah. You can actually rent it. Maybe. <gasps> yeah. Let's do I it. know. Me, you come up here. I'll come down there. Twenty twenty three is going to be our year. Um, and it was really funny because I think maybe I used that as the catalyst to like make me stay inside and make me not do a lot of stuff. Ah, it like, got it. Yeah. I'm enjoying this because when I moved, I had several friends who I'd met who are like, you loved the overcast in the rain when you moved here. Like it's all you ever talked about. Mm. And by the time, like the last month leading up to when I left, I'm like, another rainy day, here we go. And it's like, for me now, it's like my environment with the sun. I think there's a part of it where it's me allowing myself to do it, but I think environment plays a really big part in it as well. Yeah, huge. But isn't that the ultimate... I guess, um, active self-love that you took yourself uh, out of a physical environment. And we talked about this last app that wasn't. Yeah. 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 And one thing that I found that I love, I love being in sunshine. Which is why if you're going to love Sydney. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this month, so I love, and one of my core values is self-care and it's so easy to let that slip. And yep. this is going to sound really bizarre, but a way I've really self-cared 
for a while now actually is um really cleaning my house thoroughly like Love. really cleaning it Love. yeah and like I'm so into this that I will not go to bed unless okay. I know I'm waking up to like almost like okay. a how my mum would have had her home like amazing yes to this very day to day I kid you not I went to the car wash and I spent eight American dollars and just cleaned my car. That is so cheap. Well, you have to clean it. People aren't cleaning it. No, no. So you have the one you can just drive through and it'll clean it, do all that, blah, blah, blah. Or you have the ones where you can do a self-serve and you can clean it yourself. And for me, it's so funny that you say that because it's cleaning my car for me. There's something therapeutic ah. about just spraying it, getting all the soap and the dirt and all of that. And then you're done and it's just this nice, shiny, yeah. I have a blue car. So it's like this nice, shiny blue car. And it's so funny you say that because I feel the same way about cleaning my car. It's just, it's ah. a form of self-care for me where if I'm stressed out, I will go clean my car. Yeah. And then like you, you just, uh, you've created, speaking of environments, you've created an environment in which you feel really happy to be in and it just helps you love yourself so much more because it's also for me a sign of self-respect yeah yes love yourself and be in love with yourself without respecting yourself and you know if it was you know for a partner I'd do it no problem but I don't do it for me and so it's like no I do it for me yeah Yeah. he's just lucky he gets the scraps of that you know or the the residual of that yeah, but yeah. It's me. So I want to like move this into people that inspire you to self care. Um, yeah. I know that's a big question. Like you can kick it off. I can kick it off. I don't mind. I have. Uh, I've been thinking about this since we started talking about it. Um, I have two really different weird stories. I think where one's kind of a little negative and one's kind of a little positive. Where it was like the end of a friendship that kind of made me realize to love myself and start self-caring and like accepting of who I am. And then it was the beginning of a friendship. And for me, there's one where there is this wonderful, wonderful girl named Monty. Um, We met in Seattle. Monty and I, I hate to use this word, hated each other. Oh, really? Just, Just fire Fire and ice, fire and water, fire and all of those ones that you can come up with in your head. Um, And we worked in a not great environment um, that kind of had us pitted up against each other. And there was this one day where I'm like, I am tired of fighting with this girl. I'm tired of are like having these like weird bickering things. And we had kind of a mutual friend, like work friend. And I reached out to that work friend and I was like, hey, please set up a time for me and Monty to go and have a drink and talk this out. So we did. That's we went great. and talked it out. I, you know, I, I don't like animosity. I don't like arguing. I don't like all of that, especially when I can look at the situation and be like, why are we doing this? Mm. Let's just like get on evil footing and talk. And um, we made a promise to, um, if somebody says something or something happens or blah, 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 you call me call me, ask me, we'll talk it out. Something happened 
with a friend that I'm no longer friends with. Um, she called me, we talked it out. I feel like I, in that time, so that's been about three years now, in that time, probably have never met anyone who hypes me up to be a better version of I am daily than possible. It was really funny back in November, like my first week, like being here, um, she had a layover. So she lives on the other side of the country. She flew here, only here for six hours, mm -hmm. uh, came, we had dinner, we went to the hot tub, we hung out. Like this is a girl where we couldn't even look at each other. And now it's someone where we're our hype people. And for me, that allows me to realize like, hey, I stepped out of my comfort zone. I corrected it. I made it right. I know cognizantly the difference between right and wrong. And it's it's one of those things where I did something to better myself. I didn't know what I was thinking I was going to get. Maybe just us being at peace, but not talking, not like a lifelong friend. Yeah. And for me, it's like stepping out of that comfort zone to do something that's right for myself, kind of like was really great in the long run. Sorry, I like long-winded that story. No, but. That's, but that's the perfect example of the whole concept yeah. of alignment in that we get what we are. Yeah. And if, if she wasn't willing to step up or whatever her story is, like she's not here so we can't talk about it. Right. But like whatever her part of that story is, she had the, like straight away she had the choice. I either step up and align with this or I don't. And, and both choices yeah. are fine. Yeah. Right. 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 But so self-love really is authenticity. Yeah. And alignment to your values in, in terms of you're talking about right and wrong there. Yeah. I'm the quintessential Libra where I love balance and I want, oh, I just want balance. I don't want something to be this way or something to be that way, especially if there's like no logical reason for it. And I think the beauty of us kind of meeting when we did, we both kind of knew that there was just not, there was no reason to have this. And it was kind of maybe fueled by outside voices. And, you know, it's really funny um, because I look up to her in a way where she's super confident. She's super type A. Um, she will, if somebody's doing something they shouldn't be to one of her friends, she will jump right in. And I it's think you really can only be friends with someone like that, or you can only be yeah. in a relationship with someone like that when you do have a level of self-love. Otherwise, yeah. everything that they do is just going to annihilate your sense of self. And yeah, yeah. And I um it's really funny. We had a conversation when she was here in November, and she was kind of like, You've really helped me to love myself. And it was really interesting to have a conversation with someone who you feel the same way. It's like, oh my gosh, I'm also doing this with that person. It was a really great moment. We were at the hot tub, maybe with like one or two glasses of champagne. <laughs> and Why wouldn't we? Well, yeah. And so like, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, I'm learning to love myself. And one thing that I've realized is I like making other people feel that way as well. Even if I'm not cognizant that I'm doing it. Ah, oh, like love begets love, light begets light. Always. And how beautiful that we're spending this month focusing on the things that we are responsible for in that, you know, loving ourselves and self-love because actually no one can give that to us. I mean, relationship wise, you've been single, I've been single. Um, yeah. We know what that is like and we know how triggering that can be in months like this where it's all about couple love, but like right. ultimately 
we are always going to be our our own Valentine. And I don't really know the legend of Valentine, but didn't he like fight to win her or something? I don't really know. I think so. I don't, I don't fully know the story either. So like, isn't it important that we fight to win ourselves yeah. all the time and our self-respect and our self-love? And it's, it's really funny too, that you say the point of nobody can give it to you. Also, nobody can take it away. So it's like, for me, one of, one of the biggest life lessons I think I've gone through in the last year is really just not caring what other people think in a positive way, not caring what other people's burdens of me might be or their expectations or where they think I should be and just allowing myself to be allows me to grow as well. So in the interim, when I'm not focused on that, I'm learning to love myself more. And like, I've definitely noticed that in the last couple of months. It's, it's that something I've been working on with our hypnotherapist on the Light Path Collective, Alana, in that, you know, how much power, personal yeah. power I'm giving away, you know, concerned with the other and their opinion or their expectation or the competition that they're trying to have with me or whatever it is. And we all do it. And to realize the, that my, that's my choice. And yeah. so I, I'm like my own victim here because I'm, I'm giving that away. And a big thing that I've been, I think for women always, you know, our body and, and for men, but the, the body image thing and, and hitting yeah. Yeah. an age where it's like, it's in my body's just not what it used to be. And it's like, uh, yeah, good. Like it's not supposed to look like it was when it was 20. And so what really like helps me love myself more is actually watching and following people that do not have the most amazing perfect bodies and seeing how in love they are. And that's really helped me be in love because like Jen Kutcher, I think that's how you say her surname. Do you know her? She's just an Instagram. Oh, you know her? Okay. Um, I think like, I've heard of her. You follow her. So she's like. I've heard the last name. Yeah. She was like, the reason she became big because she kind of did this thing where her husband had a six pack and she was like, I don't know, maybe like a size 12. I don't know what size she was, but she wasn't like tiny. And, and so she kind of just went on this social media, almost rampage of like, she's kind of sick of people you know, assuming that he has this really hot wife or whatever. So I follow people like that, that are in these relationships where like, they're just their body and they're so loved anyway, because that's been a huge shift for me. And and, and I feel kind of vulnerable saying that with all that I know about spirit and energy and all the things, yeah. I'm still very right. human. Right, right. And so to love myself more, I've actually intentionally unfollowed and unsubscribed from a lot of people not because who they are but because of how they trigger me and it's out of self-love that I've had to do that and follow more people that almost like make it okay to be me yeah yeah I feel that and so I want to I want to link this back to our favorite topic Real Housewives one of my favorite Real Housewives is Carl Richards that's who we disagreed on, but go on. Oh, no. So that's last episode, we're talking about- Remember when I told you we disagreed on someone? That's who oh, we disagreed God. on. Really? Go on. But again, you take and give different views of whatever, so. Right, let's fight it out. Carl Richards, here we go. Yeah. Just kidding. I yeah, love, like, what I like about her is that, like, she, for all intents and purposes, does not have this super sickly skinny 
ridiculous body. She's probably really tiny in real life. I've never seen her. I think I've heard she's like 5'5", but you're right. I get what you're saying. Like she doesn't like, she's not, like she's probably super skinny, but I don't know. She just looks normal to me. She does. Yeah. I fully agree with that. And that's what I like about her. It's like here she is like, and she's just like going about her life. And like when, you know, she's been on this show for so many years and like when she was postpartum or she joined the show when her little one was really little and she was like doing weight loss shakes or whatever and trying to lose this baby weight and took her quite some time to, in inverted commas, lose it. But I was like, she still like isn't sickly skinny like yeah. Lisa Rinna's and, and like just really unnaturally skinny like the Dorit. So it could be their yeah, natural yeah, Sorry, yeah, girl, And all the plastic surgery. She doesn't even really look like she's had a lot of plastic surgery. Like she has had lots of done to her face. Has she? Okay. Yeah. Like you look but at she all- does, It's so funny that you do say that because like I, I joke, but Kyle Richards does seem like the type of mom who's famous that you would see at a PTA meeting. Yes. A million percent, like the everyday woman. Yeah. And I think yeah. that- the more, like the whole point of those in inverted commas, real housewives, if you go back to when it started, it was the OC and they were like real. Yeah. Yeah. Vicky Gumbelson's first tagline was, I don't want to get old. Yeah. And, and like they didn't, they weren't fancy. They were, they were yeah, just not at all. women. Whereas yeah. now the whole thing is just about fame, really, isn't it? Like I'm going to get you on, I'm gonna be ridiculous and all those yeah. things. It's so funny too, because I think that social media plays such a negative role in it back to like kind of where you're going, where it's kind of like, we kind of live in a show me culture a little bit. Um, And in terms of celebrities, I don't know if you know who Mindy Kaling is. No, I don't. Um, She wrote for The Office. She had a show called The Mindy Project. Um, She's the only- Oh, her, okay. The only celebrity that I follow. Really? it's just positivity and embracing her culture. And, oh, and Padma Lakshmi from how, Top Chef. How do you not follow Drew Barrymore, my best friend? I only follow her too. I just, I think we had a conversation about Drew Barrymore too. I am remembering so much. I, um, I just don't allow, I don't, I can be very, I don't want to use the word triggered, but I can't think of another word right now, by what people put on social media when I start to spin where I'm like, well, why am I not doing that? Why yeah. is mine not, like, not that way? Why am I not doing that thing? And for me, a form of self-care for me is limiting that to just the full, like full, full on limit. And I th- and that that is like, as adults, we can do that. And how do we, you know, model that for our kids, but also just model more authenticity on yeah. Yeah. pages and, and what we're putting out and I had a I have a coaching client she's so gorgeous and she's like late 20s early 30s and and she's just so hell-bent on this thing that she wants and she's like but these people on social media but these people on social media and I was like you need to stop following them because that is a story they're putting out that I don't know yeah. if it's the truth or not but it doesn't look true to me yeah but she's so yeah. blindsided by it and and it was really hard for her to quit them because she's built her whole narrative of what she desires around what other people are showing you and controlling what you see about their lives. Yeah. Yeah. So in terms of self-love and self-care, guys, watch what you're ingesting because remember those images that you see, you might just be scrolling past them, but they're imprinting on your subconscious. For sure. Yeah. 
I just, I, you know, in terms of social media, I wish we could get into whatever time machine you use to go to Kmart in the eighties. And I wish that we could um, go back to a time where it's like, I mean, I don't know what it was like back then, but I, I fully agree where it's like, I hate the idea of somebody seeing something online that's just not factual and then potentially harming themselves in the long term because they think that's what reality is and it's not. Exactly. And there's this really cool um, clinic here in Australia. Uh, they're not, well, I've never used them. So they're, they're, I don't know if they're really cool because of what they do. But what they what they put on social media is it's a contour clinic. So like they do injectables and all the things. Okay. But yeah. what one of their things that they do online is they literally take celebrity pictures and and like have a really good informed opinion about what they've actually had done. And yeah. it's like, see, yeah. they don't look like yeah. this. Like this is not yeah. like this is not right. real. Like the Kardashians, right. my God, the amount of work. I know. I know. You know. And you know, I wonder now that we're really kind of on this for half a second. I do wonder when we watch the Real Housewives they do plastic surgery scenes in such a weird way where they're not glorifying it, but they're also not making it seem bad as well. It's a really weird thing where they kind of like show that in a way where it's like, I'm doing this because I don't know. I don't know how to describe what I'm thinking with that, but it's like really interesting that they include that in there, but I've never watched a scene of real housewives and thought I want to get plastic surgery. You know what I mean? Ah, uh, I think probably because a lot of the guys aren't getting it. True, but like, how normal is it in your community? Like with the guys you know. Um, normal past a certain age. I feel like normal past fifty. Really? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like celebrities, though, not necessarily like the everyday person. Because I'm like, you know, if I just look in my immediate friendship group, personally, I've never had any plastic surgery. Mm-hmm. I mean, why would you plastic surgery this? Just kidding. I want so much done. All I want is this one. That's a, I just can't just that's a podcast you know. for another day. But like, yeah, people like my closest friends, boob jobs, like it's kind oh, of. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 And like, if I said to them, I'm getting my nose done, I'm getting my boobs done. Like it wouldn't, it would be like, oh, who's doing it? It wouldn't be like, oh, you don't need that. It wouldn't be that. Oh, really? Ah. Wow. I think the guys probably or men probably get like injectables. Like that's not plastic surgery. You don't see. It's so funny for me. Injectables are normal. That's normal. It's the work is literally injectable. I know it's gross. I yeah, get it. it's great. What are they injecting? I don't know. I'm not the injector. Wow. I'll tell Alexa when we're done. No, I'm curious. <laughs> like someone yeah. like Andy Cohen very clearly has had plastic surgery. Or on the same vein, I believe Mauricio probably has had some like something. Maybe, yeah. But I don't, I, isn't that interesting? I don't consider injectables plastic surgery. I consider like literally if you're. Uh-huh. Isn't that, but it, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I just like, if you're getting your nose done or you're getting your boobs done or something. But that goes back to everybody kind of just has a different opinion of what yeah. beauty is, what stuff like that is. 
for me, it's just one of those things where, I mean, I would even, cons well, no, I wouldn't consider that plastic surgery, but like, for me, it's like, if you're altering it, yeah. plastic surgery. Yeah. In my brain, but yeah, yeah, I get, I get what you're saying, but I guess the main point of this is that really carefully curating what it is that you're ingesting Right. Because the fact that I'm sitting here saying, what? Injectables are normal. As soon as I said that, I heard a lot of people in my ear going, no, it's not. Right. But it's yeah. become my normal because I'm yeah. around it. Like I live in the eastern suburbs of Sydney. Need I say more? Yeah. Like cocaine is normal. Yeah. I do not do cocaine at all. Right. right. But it's no like it's like a lot of people like, you know, I heard over COVID like, oh, everyone does it. And I'm like, everyone doesn't do it. I don't do yeah. I've never done it you know, type thing. So it's it's like your environment, who you're around, that becomes your normal. So if you don't want that to be your normal, be careful of your environment. Absolutely. Which all goes back to social media and what you center. Put yourself around. Like, it's funny for me, I, you know, around this time last year, um, did a quick find out just to see like what my life would be like without dairy. Oh. Amazing. Lost, really? like, 15, like I can't um and then, like for me it's like I love ice cream I love like all of these desserts and things and I think I was probably had a curated whatever on whatever social media page that had a lot of like sugary stuff in it and I was always like oh my gosh I want that and it's so funny now that I don't have that anymore I don't have those curated ads either exactly so it's like Whatever you're investing in terms of your self-love, self-love is often that hard, harder choice of yeah. I love myself enough not to have this. Like for me, that was alcohol. Like I kind of stopped drinking at the yeah. end of last year and I'll only do it now on occasions. And it's like, yeah, like I love myself enough not to do that because I I love so many other things about my life and the things that I want to yeah. do and experience and achieve. There is something really oddly amazing about waking up at like 8 a.m. on a Saturday. You can go to a farmer's market without a hangover. I'm a 5 a.m. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Just naturally, I never, you know what? I never set an alarm. What's 5 a.m. here? Oh, if I don't set an alarm, I'm sleeping until like 8.30. No, see, I my body clock is like. Really? Yeah. Wow. Huh. Good body clock. But you know what's helped that is no alcohol. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. But then, you know, what when I go out and I have a drink at dinner and stuff like that, like it's, yeah. you know. Are you good at being on a regimented schedule where it's like, I'm going to go to sleep at this specific time or? Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Like I'm, and I'm also good. Like if I go to sleep at like 945. And wow. I'm, I'm out. Yeah. Wow. That is impressive. Oh my God. Yeah. Like I I like early mornings, but I think there's so many times where my brain is just like doing whatever, where I'm like sitting on the couch and I'm like, I should go to bed. And then it's 12 o'clock in the morning. And oh, not like six yeah. hours of sleep. Never been a night out. Maybe that's your, okay, let's, let's wrap this up with two things. I want to know self-love future challenge. So what do you want to get better at loving yourself with or how, whatever, and then the other one is ending it by saying really something publicly, because this is public, something that you love about yourself. Ooh. Um, okay. Um, I want to probably get better at having a regimented gym schedule. Mm -hmm. um, 
specifically to feel better, not to lose weight, not to like get a six pack, not to get muscles, just to physically feel better. Cause when you get up and you walk around, yeah, you're always going to feel better. Okay. Um, do, do you want me to give you the biggest tip of how to do that? Yeah. Literally. Is just, a five minute roll? No, no. That like you literally just have to do classes. Yeah. And yeah, like, just like pick your classes for the week and do the same ones every week. Yeah. Same time. I, really quick too. Um, I heard this thing called the five minute rule, which is a little bit easier to do if you have an easier schedule, but it's like, even if you don't want to go, go for five minutes and then just leave. And then that way you start to like cycle it into like your schedule. I'm lucky enough we're in my apartment building. I'm directly next to the gym. I can be there in 90 seconds. Um, and then I, this is going to sound weird, but I really love how intuitive I am. I have always trusted my gut. I've always done things based on what I think I should do. Nice. And I think that that's really led me to do some really great things and be in really great places, aka not in my hometown of 50,000 yeah. people like doing things I don't enjoy. Um, I think that I'm very good at intuition and caring for other people in that way. And those are, I just love that about myself for sure. Oh, I love that. Love okay, what about you? Um, how I am wanting to improve on my self-love, I think, is just to keep um, chipping away at that whole concept of personal power. Mm-hmm. So, um, and like reclaiming that, it's not something, you know, you do a hypnosis session on once or whatever, like it's a... Mm-hmm. It's a constant reclaim. So reclaiming my personal power in terms of what other people think about me, it, that doesn't get to decide my power, if that makes sense. I'm not explaining yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, what do I love about me? I love my bravery. Like love. I love that I just give it a go. I love that, you know, like this business, I just gave it a go and I gave it my all. And I, and I love that because I know that there's like, I see, I hear so many people that are too scared to or won't do it. And I love that, that I do. I was recently complaining to somebody and saying, Oh, I'm just sick of people. Like, like, I'm like, Oh, just like, I can't give you your confidence. Just get like, I don't know how you get confidence. You just do it. Like, you know, no one's there telling me, but you know, and I kind of love, I guess, that a type or that steamrolling part of my personality it's just like well i'm just do gonna it. do it yeah i'm just gonna do it i'm just gonna try yeah. i'm just gonna give yeah. it a go so i love that about me one other thing and i know that no one can really see us but my intuition never sees us wrong because we are matching i know isn't that funny we're like okay we're gonna do this like self love and then we're both yeah. doing the same thing same thing mental right in the closet love it from <laughs> A million miles away. I know, the other side of the world. <laughs> in different decades in Target. And- <laughs> but I love, I love this. This is great for this month. I think that it'll be interesting to see kind of where we end up with our goals in the next couple of months. Yeah, let's see. I can't wait to, to check in with you next. But until then, we are both sending you guys so much support and encouragement and cheering you into your own self-love. Um, so that's what we're sending you for now. To quote a famous drag queen, if you can't love yourself, how are you going to love anybody else? Love it. That's, that's the perfect spot to end on. Love, love you. Right. Great seeing you. Bye. Bye.
Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Light Path Podcast. I hope that the information shared here has helped illuminate your path. Be sure to check out the show notes for links related to this episode. While you're there, remember to subscribe to the podcast to ensure you never miss an episode. I'm Kirsten Leo, and I can't wait to explore and expand our capacity for abundance, worthiness, and love together in the next episode.